0: Welcome back to our intermission report. Merrimack taking on Yale tonight here in New Haven. And with us is Matt Lamoff. He's the director of hockey operations for Merrimack. And, uh, well, Matt, taking a look at the schedule this year, uh, Merrimack travels to Connecticut to play Yale, travels to Connecticut to play Quinnipiac. And you're from, Quinnip- uh, you're from uh, Connecticut and uh, had a lot to do with the scheduling. Um, I'm guessing this is no coincidence.
1: <laughs> well, that's what Coach Danny said immediately as soon as he saw it. It was and it wasn't. We were trying to fill in games, and as we were working on some geographical stuff, we don't want to have to make more than two plane trips a year, and there's lots of good schools that are within easy driving distance, so it didn't hurt for me to be coming back down here, but uh, honestly, they were just logical fits, and both two very good teams. You want to test yourself out of conference. So. Yeah, and you're from right down the road here, right? How far are you from New Haven? Right about 25 minutes north in Portland, right next to Middletown, so right in the middle of the state, so it's an easy drive down, right. I imagine last year when
0: uh, when you would put the schedule together and then you're watching how the tournament played out and then you've you got Yale and Quinnipiac in the in the championship game and you knew that they were on the schedule for next year, you had to feel pretty good about that.
1: Yeah, it was funny. A lot of people pointed that out. And I would have loved to take credit for waiting until we knew that to put the schedule together. But just the way it works out and it shows what a strong league the ECAC is now year in and year out. So they're teams that you want to play. And I know historically we've always said you got to go out west to play WCHA games, play CCHA games. But now you can really do some of that, but you can also really challenge yourself just by sticking around the Northeast. What's your perspective on
0: how hockey's growing in Connecticut? Obviously, the success of Yale and Quinnipiac really seems to have jump-started things here and Connecticut joining Hockey East next year.
1: Yeah, I personally think there was a little bit of a transition period after the Whalers left. It was a pro hockey area and people didn't really care about college hockey. Then the minor league came in and they supported it on and off. But college, I think, is still relatively, it's not a new thing in Connecticut, but for a lot of the fans it is. So it's really great starting to see them support Yale and Quinnipiac. And I've seen a few Quinnipiac games and the fans that they have are amazing. And to come where they've come from playing it. Uh, town rink to now having the beautiful rink on campus and Yales, Ingles has always been a cool place to come. Well as a Director of Hockey Operations obviously you're
0: involved in all aspects of the program. Uh, One of the things that I think is going to be be new for you this year obviously Fenway Park. You're playing at Fenway in just about a month or so. Are you guys getting ready for it? What's going to be different about going down there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They actually had a walkthrough. I think last Friday that uh, Brad Davis, our associate AD, went down to because we had a game. We had game day stuff to do, but just a lot of logistical stuff we got to figure out. Is it is a baseball stadium, not a hockey arena, so stuff like laundry and locker rooms, and we're going to be able to set up. And it's definitely going to be a new experience. But when you have guys like John Haggerty, BC, and Mike Demellope, who have been there before, they can pass along a little bit of knowledge. It's definitely going to be exciting, though yeah I mean, thinking back to
0: some of the other outdoor games we've seen, you got the guys wearing and uh, maybe even the coaches on the bench wearing tukes, and uh and you got uh, guys wearing uh you know eye black and so on. Is that kind of stuff gonna
1: take place here? Um I can't speak for the eye black. I know I've heard a couple of the guys who said they're gonna do that on their own, but we're gonna let them take that one. We definitely are doing a third jersey. So we're going to be debuting those. I'm not sure if we're going to be doing it in the lead-up or the day of. but our marketing staff decide that one. But we have some cool jerseys, and then I I think the players kind of at their discretion can do everything else. Coach Dennehy, we've talked a little bit about his wardrobe, but I have yet to finalize exactly what we're going to do for him, but I'm sure he'll pull it off. That's pretty exciting, the third jersey. Can you tell us anything about what it's going to look like? Um, we're keeping it pretty well under wraps, I think. I know it's going to be another gold one, but that's as far as I'll go. It is a cool design, and I think everybody will appreciate it. So, Are they going to be available for purchase, too? I believe so, yeah, after the game, So, and we can definitely work and get some replicas put together, too. So. And You guys have had a couple of plane trips this year, obviously. The one at Notre Dame
0: kind of ended in an une- unexpected way with the, uh, the layover and so on. The flight's
1: getting canceled. Uh, tell us a little about what happened during that situation. Well, I'll tell you, I think that was the first time for everybody when your flight got canceled after you were already on the plane and sitting ready for takeoff, though I think we were happy that it did get canceled the way the plane was rocking back and forth on the runway. But, you know, it ended up being really easy. We have a lot of support, a couple guys wondering if we're going to spend the night in the terminal and what was going to happen right afterwards. But, you know, it's great. We called the school. We called Jeremy Gibson, athletic director, called our Marriott people, and there was never a doubt that we were going to be taken care of. Luckily, we were able to get a hotel not too far from the airport. Got everybody shuttled over there. And credit to the players, they put together that night of bowling all by themselves without any help. So I think in the end, I mean, you turn a negative into a positive a little bit. It was a good team bonding experience. And we were lucky enough to get home the next day, which we had had our doubts about at first. So not too bad. Did you go bowling too? I did not go bowling. No, we let the players do that on their own. <laughs> And uh, you you talked about in the
0: future probably schedule is going to look like maybe one or two plane trips a year. Obviously, every other year you're going to go to Notre Dame, right? Um, I know we've touched on some of this before, but uh, what's the schedule look like so far next year?
1: Yeah, um, as far as next year, we have the Mariucci Christmas Tournament, which will be out in Minnesota. That'll be a cool tournament. I think it's maybe the 28th and 29th, so it's right before New Year's. And then we're in the Liberty Invitational, which is Halloween weekend in Newark, which I believe is Yale, is Yale uconn and us and princeton who's hosting so that'll be fun we open up with a home and home with holy cross and i know yale comes back to us probably sometime in january next year and then it's going to be another competitive hockey east year with uconn coming in we'll be making our first trip down to them and Notre Dame will be coming to us so we still have a little bit of work to do oh, also clarkson will be coming our way at some point to reciprocate for this year but it'll be another fun season the, uh, the
0: UConn game, I know they're going to be splitting games between their rink on campus and in Hartford. Do you know where the Merrimack game is going to be net, yet next year?
1: Yeah, I believe we will be playing at the XL Center in Hartford. I think, I can't speak for them, but I think they're going to be play their conference games at the XL Center, most of their non-conference on campus. And Again, I know, I can't speak for anyone at UConn, but I think there are plans pretty soon to renovate on campus. So. And with uh, Merrimack adding a women's
0: program, you'll be involved with that as well as Director of Hockey hockey Operations as well. Um, I know that they don't start up for a couple of years, but what what kinds of things might you be involved uh, with at this point?
1: Um, Right now, it's such a recruiting phase, I know, for Aaron and Brent, the two women's coaches. So I've done uh, pretty little for them at this point. We've just been working to get them apparel, get them the contacts they need within Merrimack so they can talk to prospective players about academics and counseling and all the international programs and what the canadians need to do when they come down so stuff like that it's a totally different role than with the men right now as we're in season with equipment and travel but now next year i'm sure things will ramp up as the women's gets closer and they'll be starting to put their schedule together and we'll start to figure out where they go and what they need and kind of how everything's going to be divided up a little bit
0: and I imagine equipment as well, so in addition to dealing with the equipment on the men's side, have to
1: deal with it on the women's side, it seems like twice as much work. It is, yeah, but it's nice that uh, hopefully we have such a good relationship with Bauer. We can kind of bring them in on a couple days and do everything at once and maybe even do more so with them to make it a little bit easier. And. Also, the women's is a little bit different, and you? you're not buying 12 sticks. You're maybe only buying them nine. Just physics: the girls aren't as heavy; they're not going to break as many, and you're not going to see people like Kyle Bigos who are going through three <laughs> pairs of skates a year. So it's a little differences like that. And honestly, with a lot of these companies, the more you buy, the better you do with your deals. So it could help us. All
0: right, Matt. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate it, and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you, Mike. That's Matt Lamoff has been our guest here. We'll be back with more in the Intermission Report. You're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.